Thank you for that, Trevor. Wonderful. Yes, yeah, Steve Burnhope is a fantastic guy uh, and a fantastic theologian, so do come along to that. It's, it's going to be an amazing course. So excited to have him here. Uh, worth saying on giving, we have this new fancy machine at the back uh, where you can tap. Um, so we know that cash is fast disappearing, and so if you don't carry cash around, but you would like to give, and of course this is for uh, the home side here, if you feel this is your church and you want to give, then you know you can use that machine back there as well if that makes things easier for you. Well listen, it's good to be uh, together this morning, it is jam-packed with so much stuff, it's just so wonderful dedicating uh, you guys, and I just love what the Lord's doing as a church family, and indeed we've been looking at that over the past few weeks, haven't we, with our REACH series, looking at the vision that God is casting for us over the next decade and uh, really calling us again to extend our reach to reach the lost. This has been the hallmark. This has been the history of the St. Albans Vineyard and this is indeed our current story and our future. And so we've been looking at what does that mean to extend our reach and we've been looking at how we therefore create spaces and places for people to encounter Jesus creating spaces and places for people to encounter Jesus. There will be a test later in the next few weeks, so I hope you remember all that. Creating spaces and places for people to encounter Jesus. Why is that important? Well, the answer is in that statement. It's all about Jesus. It's all about people encountering Jesus, the living Christ. It's when we encounter him that lives are transformed, aren't they? And many of you here have your own stories about encountering Jesus and how your life has been transformed. And you know, when people's lives are transformed, their families are transformed, their communities are transformed. And so our business is the business of getting people to Jesus and Jesus to people. Therein lies the mission of the Great Commission, which is to make disciples of every nation. And so we've been looking at, okay, what is God calling us as a people? How is God calling us to create spaces and places? And last week, we looked at creating places, didn't we? Who remembers last week he was here? Yeah, and we looked at the plan that the Lord has laid on our heart to continue to plant out churches. We've done nine directly and probably in total from those 21 over the past 34, five years. And so we're going to be continuing that, but looking at a new model called multi-site, new for us, but certainly not new for other churches, where rather than plant autonomous churches, we're going to have different sites from this church based in different regions, one church family, but multiple sites. And we looked at our first site, which we're launching this year, which is in Hatfield. Uh, Yeah, we can do another whoop. Why not? Yeah. Um, Actually, can we have that slide up of AJ and Jenna? We introduced AJ and Jenna. Many of you know who these guys are. Jenna often leads here uh, on the stage with me or with someone else. And um, they're going to be our site passers for Hatfield. Now, if you're interested in this, uh, then this, is it this Thursday, the 24th? Uh, yeah, 8 p.m. at the Blend Bar. If you want to find out more, come along and uh, find out about what we're doing with the Hatfield site. And, you know, we're calling for three people, really. There's going to be those that feel a call in the Lord uh, to say, well, maybe, maybe this is the thing I've been looking for. I want to be, I, I live in the area or I'm from that area and I want to go with that site. That might be you. You might be someone, a second group of people where I can't, I don't really see myself there every Sunday, but I want to offer all the help I can. And thirdly, you might be saying, well, I'm none of those, but I really want to pray and support these guys. If you're any of those three people, then come along and find out more for this really exciting endeavor. And the Lord laid on my heart five in five, five sites in five years as we extend our reach to reach the lost. 
But it's not just about creating places, and therein is the segue into what we're doing this morning. It's also about creating spaces. Well, Mark, isn't that just semantics between places and spaces? Aren't they the same thing? Not really. So in places, we're talking about physical places outside of these four walls. In spaces, we're talking about creating spaces in this building. And there's really two ways in which we're going to do this over the next decade. The first is exploring new creative ways for people to meet in this building. You know, this, I love what we do on Sunday mornings, but it doesn't work for everybody. The format, the timings, and so we want to explore new formats that we can enable people to encounter Jesus. And in fact, we've been doing it over the past two years without even realizing with our online space, hundreds upon hundreds who encountered Jesus by, re- uh, by coming online. But we want to extend that out and look at new creative uh, worship spaces. And we're going to announce some uh, um, next week how we're investing in worship. By the way, uh, Sam Lane, our worship pastor, and the worship team are away this weekend uh, at the Vineyard UK worship retreat. And uh, it's just such a wonderful time for our worship team to bless others and for them to be blessed as well. Keep them in your prayers for the remainder of the day. But we're going to announce uh, how we're investing in, in worship next week, but also creating more prophetic spaces, more creative spaces. Hey, let's look at things like creative art and dance. Did I say dance? Yes, not me. No, steady. How can we create spaces where people can connect and encounter Jesus? But it's not just about those spaces. It's also about the building itself. And, you know, we are blessed with this building, aren't we? But we need to keep going. We haven't finished what we started, have we? And you know what I'm talking about? Upstairs, next door. And as I announced a couple of weeks ago, we have already started work on finishing that out off. We're going to be creating a brand new youth auditorium space. In fact, why don't we put on the sketch on the screen? It gives you a visual representation of what this can look like. Uh, So there you can see it says youth auditorium in that light blue. That's going to be a brand new youth auditorium space. It may not necessarily have chairs like that. just gives you an idea of scale. What you can see at the front there, we've got Youth 1, you've got Youth Storage, we've got Youth 2, breakout rooms and a studio as well where we can... um, do podcasts and film things and just uh, be creative in that way. The tech room, ISO booth studio, you know, in this new post-COVID world that we live in, we broadcast, we generate content. At the moment, we've um, taken some of the old prayer rooms, uh, which are back there, but the guys are going to be moving into that building and we'll have a glass looking through on that wall that they can see through into this building, but equally into uh, what we do in the youth auditorium. There's a cafe bar there as well and there's toilets And then down here, we have a new special educational needs facility and a ministry that we'll be building out, and the brand new Ventureland space, which is three times the size of what it currently is at the moment, just to give you a sense of scale. You know, we need this to continue to extend our reach to reach the lost and to create a space where the youth and children can encounter Jesus. Now, we're going to explore this in a bit more detail over the remaining half an hour. And so earlier this week, Edward... Um, who is heads up our children's and youth ministry, met up with Mana, who heads up Ventureland, to find out a bit more about our Ventureland plan. So why don't we watch that together? Hi, everyone. I'm joined by Mana. I'm Edward, and we are going to talk to you about Ventureland. But before I do that, I just want to give you a quick overview of our youth and children's ministry here at church. We have 
Village, which is for zero to five-year-olds. We have Ventureland, which is for our five to ten-year-olds. And then we have Youth, which is for our ten to 18-year-olds. Which you lead. Which I lead, yes. Have a wonderful team of people. And we'll talk more about that later in the service. Uh, but we're going to spend some time now talking about Ventureland. But before we do that, Mana, for those of us in the church family that might not know you very well, who are you? Hello, my name is Mana Estrahazen. I am married to Peter, and we've got two beautiful children, Yunei, who's 19, and Jean, who's 17. Um, we've been part of this church family for around 16 years, and I've been the Ventureland pastor for nearly seven years now. Amazing. And so I want to ask you a question for those of us also who might not know lots of details about Ventureland itself. Can you give us a bit of an overview of, of what Ventureland is? I've said that it's for the five to ten-year-olds, but kind of what takes place? Yeah. So we are so blessed to have a beautiful, rich, prophetic environment in Ventureland where children are welcome to meet with Jesus. They it's a place where they experience the love of Jesus, where they learn to hear and discern his voice, and they also learn how to share Jesus' love with the people around them, following the Holy Spirit, having so much fun doing that. The children also learn about God's beautiful design of being part of our church family and the value they bring to that, but also being part of God's bigger family, learning about the Jewish roots to our faith and aligning with his prophetic appointed times. So very excited ministry. Um, we've got 30 volunteers currently who are helping me to love and pastor these beautiful mighty warrior children. Amazing. And I, you've got a big ministry happening already, but obviously it's not started like that. Can you take us back a little bit in time and what's the journey been for Ventureland and the different spaces that you've been in? Yes, yes. So we, over the nearly seven years that I've been leading Ventureland, we have moved four times. So we are currently on the balcony area above the care center store. It is basically a balcony area, it is. isn't it? It's Absolutely. It's an open space. Um, if you haven't been there, please come and have a look. It's a beautiful um, area. As I said, it's a very prophetic environment. We've got our own garden. We've got our own river. Um, if you're curious about that, come and have a look. Um, so, yes, the current space... Um, before lockdown, we had 120 plus children over two services in that space. Currently, post lockdown, we limit the children to 65 only, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, that's where we are at the moment with the space. And obviously, you've moved spaces each time to allow for the expanding growth in the Ventureland ministry. That's right. And so, looking to move again. Yeah. So, talk us through that, moving again. Yes. So, um, this will be our fifth move, but it will be to a space that th that's three times the size that we currently have. So we're really ex um, excited um, making Ventureland more accessible for more children. Amazing, amazing. And the vision that you've got for a growing uh, experience in, in Ventureland is amazing. And we've heard a little bit about that. And if you want to find out more, then do speak to Marla. Do find her in the church family on Sundays. She'd love to share more of her heart. We've not got enough time to go into a lot of detail for what's taking place in Ventureland. But there's beautiful things that God's doing there through this mighty woman of God. Uh, so Ventureland is growing but we also, as a church family, are aware that there's some certain needs that some young people have. And so what else are we doing space-wise to be able to bless and look out for other people and welcome them into God's family? 
Yeah, Edward, this is very exciting. Um, we are planning a new special education needs um, ministry. So part of the new area space that we'll have is a special needs room. And um, this is a way of making Ventureland, um, and actually not just Ventureland, our children's ministry from young to older, uh, more accessible for those children who cannot access our current ministries. That's going to be yeah. so, such a wonderful area when that's built. And just around that, obviously, that takes a level of skill uh, and expertise. And am I right in thinking you're a trained uh, occupational therapist? Yes. yes, I've trained as an occupational therapist. haven't worked for many years, but um, yeah, still have had quite a few years of working as an occupational therapist. Amazing. And with the skills that we've got in our church family, uh, this new area will be an area of safe space for young people to be able to come and explore Jesus, explore faith, explore what it is to, to be known by a loving, good God. Amen. And that's going to be amazing to be able to open up. Yeah. The idea is also, yes, they'll have a space, but it will be a fluid, um, it will be a flow of these children into our current ministries and where they struggle to access, they'll, they'll come into the special needs ministry. So um, very much inclusivity, but having the facilities there for those children who struggle with certain areas of our current ministry. And talking about inclusivity, one of the wonderful flavours we had from last Sunday oh. was a moment in our... Do you want to tell everyone about yeah. this? Um, such a beautiful moment. Um, quickly go back to last Sunday when Martin, one of um, our uh, team that's serving in Ventureland, um, were in the adult service and he saw a lady in front of him worshipping with sign language. And he spoke to her and invited her um, to Ventureland. And this past Sunday, she led worship in Ventureland with Martin and she did sign language. And it was holy moments, beautiful moments of children signing. We had some youth signing. And one of the things she taught the children was love, family. And the Ventureland children have been embracing those moments when the youth leave the adult service after worship. The Ventureland children would run to the side of the um, Ventureland space and they would, before, would throw sweets down or prophetic words. But this Sunday, they signed to the youth, love, family. Yeah. So um, just sense God's delight in bringing, um, without really us planning, bringing an aspect of accessibility into Ventureland as we get ready to launch this um, beautiful new adventure this year. Amazing. And obviously, for this to take place, we need a lot of people to be serving and blessing our young people. And what a beautiful place to be serving in the church family, to be part of Ventureland. So maybe you just want to talk into what it might be like or help people think yeah. about coming and joining a team. Yeah. Um, our current team is love serving in Ventureland. Um, they come on a journey with these children, um, growing in intimacy with Jesus. And they, it's such, as I said, such a prophetic environment. And Jesus meets us where we are at in that. What we need really is more team. Um, but also not just more team serving with us, also people with expertise in teaching um, a big group of children. So any teachers who has that gifts and skills would be such a blessing to us um, to join us as part of the team. But also people with experience in, in knowledge in SEN and special educational needs. Um, it would be wonderful to have you jump on team with us. 
Amazing. So that's the end of our talk uh, to be able to connect with you guys and help you understand a little bit more about Ventureland and the new area that's being built. We're really excited about this new space, as you can hear. Uh, so back into the service now. See you guys. Bless you. Wonderful. Yeah. Exciting, hey? Really exciting. And, you know, as, they, as the guys said, if we need team. I mean, later on in this series, in fact, starting from next week, we're going to be looking at, okay, what's our response to all of this? How do we respond as a people? But I can give you a heads up now. We need people. If you feel led to be able to serve in this way, then have a, have a word with Edward or catch Marna. She's not here this week, but she will be next week. Uh, you know, fantastic opportunity for everyone to play. Every member ministry, it's not about the guys and the girls on the stage. It's about all of us get a part to play in this great commission. Well, it's just so wonderful seeing what the Lord is doing with Ventureland. And we can put that, can we put that um, sketch back up for a moment? And uh, as you see, Mana had talked through what we're doing with Ventureland and with the Send Space, which is really exciting. And in a moment, we're going to look at the youth space and what we're doing there. But before we do that, I don't know about you, but I hear that the youth get up to a lot of fun. But given I'm an oldie, I'm not allowed in. So we thought, and Paul Lee, our assistant youth pastor, thought it'd be a good idea to put this short two-minute little showreel together of what the youth get up to. Why don't we watch that together now? relationship with God doesn't need to be complicated. Jesus wants his followers to stand out. The cross is where Jesus died to take your burdens, your weight, your guilt. Edward, come up. Wasn't that awesome? Wow, they get up to a lot of fun. Although that mucky, gluey stuff, I don't know what that was. But yeah, yeah. I so much I'm on. fun. I am on. Yeah, the, the messy gunging. I've not been gunged yet, so Have I've you... avoided that thus far. Why but, has Edward um, not been gunged? I probably shouldn't announce that because I'm well, going to be next up and getting get gunged. Your... Pools, don't we definitely <laughs> get good world. Well it's Paul, happening. Nice little showreel there. That's very good. Yeah, we good should job. have it on the website. So we've seen a snapshot of youth. It yes. looks amazing. Um, it is. Tell us the heart of it. What are we doing here with you? Yeah, um, the heart of it's the cross. The heart of it is bringing people to see Jesus, to know Jesus, and to bring others in who are yet to know that. So the beauty of young people is they're all at different stages in their experience of what it is to know Jesus. So if you're a parent here and you've got a young person with you, or uh, if you're listening online, uh, your young person might be someone who's really pushing on with God and really growing in their faith. Uh, they might be someone who's just not sure, and that's okay. We create spaces for people to be wherever they're at in their walk to know Jesus more, just that little step forward. And so we want to do that on Sundays, we want to do that through the week. Uh, that's what we're all about in the youth, creating spaces for young people, wherever they're at, 
in their walk to know Jesus, whether they are someone committed, following, seeking him more, or if they're someone who maybe hasn't even come to make a commitment yet, they are welcome and they are loved. Mm. And of course, we do things on Sunday, but we saw there other things outside of Sunday. What kind of things do you guys get up to? Yeah, all sorts. So Sunday is just as an overview. So Sunday mornings, we get together, we've got a couple of youth rooms, which are very small for how big we are now, and we squeeze ourselves into them and just about make that work on a Sunday morning. But then Sunday evenings, we come back where we've got the whole kind of the whole building to use. Uh, So we've either used in here or in the blend bar, and we spread ourselves out, and that's a wonderful opportunity for the youth to take more ownership of the building and not feel squeezed in. Uh, But through the week, uh, we've got interesting things happening. Like two weeks ago, we did a big sleepover event where we had 60 young people stay over on a Friday night. Uh, We had a fire pit outside. We did lots of fun games. Um, It was a brilliant evening. And yeah, we just set up wonderful events for young people to connect with uh, each other and Mm. for them to be able to get a taste of what it is to be walking with God in a in a pure atmosphere because uh, mm. so often fun and entertainment is linked with uh, lots of negative things in the world but actually we want to show young people that you can have crazy amounts of fun in really uh, godly ways mm, that's just amazing and we've got more to come right i mean you've got loads of plans give us a flavor of what's coming we up. do loads of amazing plans i didn't realize how many times i said amazing until i watched that clip back in the service i mean it's an amazing word amazing isn't it let's be we honest. should have probably done some kind of tally up and see who kind of won <laughs> but anyway it was a lot of time so i'll try not to say it again right now um but what plans we've got coming up we've got some great plans coming up (laughs) Uh, for example are they amazing plans they are they are Uh, for the whole of march we've got ourselves something called project flame running which is basically turning sundays into a mini youth festival so Mm. four sundays in in march we're going to run from 10 30 in the morning to four in the afternoon having everything from lunch and games and workshops and bible teaching uh, and just a great time for young people to connect with one another again just creating greater spaces for them to spend time with one another and being pointed to Jesus. So exciting. You talked about those two youth, youth rooms, and they are pretty small, and you are they growing are small. I mean, it sounds like you need more space. It is exactly what we need. Can we put that back on the screen? So this looks like it's going to be a big place. What it on is. earth are you guys going to do with all that space? I know, right? It's huge. And one of the things is uh, looking at that with the young people and with the team. So we're only just launching that now to be seen. So we're going to be talking to our young people over the coming weeks, talking as a team, praying through this and seeing how God wants to use this space for growing what God what is already doing mm. uh, with our young people. Uh, but one of the things we can do with such a large space is to have more of a spread out group where we're able to have more personalised discussions with our young people. At the moment on a Sunday morning with those two small rooms, it's quite hard to get into depth with individuals because of the number of people that are squeezed into a small space and we all know that we only have a certain level of vulnerability we're willing to show in front of a bigger group true, so yeah. being able to be in a large space like that and set it up more as a cafe style so there'll be little tables with chairs around spread around uh, be able to have small group discussions with leaders spread around those groups to be able to help the young people uh, more individually where they're at specifically rather than a broader brush stroke which is at the moment Sunday mornings they look a bit more like a broader brush stroke in youth ministry Mm, really exciting i mean this is going to be a very large space and we're not just going to use it on a sunday i mean as i had shared a few weeks ago you know our intent is is to work with other organizations and as we think about youth to really extend out what we do outside of the boundaries of just sunday and midweek with our own youth and so why don't we invite should we invite chris up yeah let's do that let's Let's get get chris Chris from step why don't you give him a hand and let's just explore that together come on chris have a seat over here. You sit next to Edward. I'm going to move over. So you guys know Chris. In fact, Chris, you've spoken about Step 
previously. Move your, move your thing back a little bit, just so we're back here. I want to make sure that everyone can see you. We're now even. Yeah, we're, there, we're now even. It's very good. So, you know, we've looked at some amazing opportunities, guys, in terms of Sundays and midweek, what we can do with our youth. But, of course, things happen outside Sundays, and it's not just about the youth in this building. There are thousands of youth outside Eight, these four 1,800, walls. we reckon. 1,800 in youth. In St. Albans and Harpenden. In St. Albans and Harpenden that we need to extend our reach to. So maybe just talk us through, Chris, from your perspective, what this facility enables us to do as a church, partnering with the likes of you guys and others, to extend our reach to youth. So, so we, we work in the local secondary schools, um, engaging with those 1,800. We, we probably uh, meet 1,100 a week, which is quite Hold something. Hold the phone. You guys meet 1,100 kids a week. Uh, just what? to put that in perspective, our youth is around 100. So that's a large number compared wow. to how many already connect in with our church family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we do 58 activities, and every week we have about 400 in small groups in one way or another. But they're not church small groups. It might be a course on leadership. It might be helping bereavement. It might be teaching on mental health. Uh, it might be just clubs, philosophy clubs. So... We have 400 that we work with each week, and we did a survey recently with them. And um, uh, we were just trying to work out how has the pandemic affected them. And we wanted to know, um, how are they doing spiritually? So we did a spiritual measure. Mm. You can measure people's spirituality. Um, and, um, uh, and one of the things we wanted to really work out was their trajectory. And of the kids we, we asked, loads of them, when we asked them, are you interested in discovering more about the transcendent? So we thought, if we use the word God, his, his reputation among school kids is quite low. But if you say transcendent, wow, if you talk about other, if you, if you don't use those three letters, then um, uh, you get a very different response. Hmm. And, um, uh, and the kids are really interested. We gave them a series of arrows to plot their direction. They're really interested in discovering more about the transcendent, about our God. But we just weren't able to use that word. Right, that's fascinating. So, so um, uh, what do we do with those kids? Where do we put them? How do we have those conversations? It's not really what the schools are expecting us to be doing. Mm. And so we need a place to bring them to. And therein lies the opportunity here. So with this brand new space, just talk us through, guys, how that plays out for us and that opportunity as we think about working with you guys. So, so one of the things that we've been doing is we've been kind of trialling doing retreat spaces here. And um, we would bring 60, 90 of them. They'd spend a whole day sort of in the, the available spaces. And it's been amazing. One lunchtime, um, some, some of the lads, six formers, said, could, could, we, um, could, could we go and eat in there? It's a bit noisy out there. Here, so, as in the auditorium? In the auditorium. Right. So they, they sat at the back, just over there. And, um, and I wandered in just to check they weren't dropping food on Thank the Thank you floor. for that. That's very kind. And, and, and they were just Have like, I showed you where the Hoover is, by the way? Uh, <laughs> I know very well. Yeah, I <laughs> And, and uh, I went over, and, and they hadn't dropped any floor, but they were just looking around. And they went, is this a nouveau church? Hello. Well, I thought I was a kind of decor <laughs> star. But I was like, what, what do you mean? And they went, like, like a new one. And, and, and I said, well... In a way, we're not. We're like, you know, we're, we came around from the 70s and... No, I guess 80s. we're not. 80s. I, said, I was just like, I don't, I don't think we are. And they went, well, what happens here? And I went, well, I can show you. So they got their phones out. They went to YouTube. They sat there. 
watching the service, wow. scrolling back and forth and asking questions. They went straight to the end of your sermon, heard Fine. your punchline, and then went to the beginning and started to listen again. Oh, that's kind. Thank Brilliant. you, Reverend. Scrolled the service. And so, <laughs> so for me, what, what it does is they've got spaces. They've got space in school where we can do things. And then there's church, which they encountered. But they were in a kind of third space when they were sitting there. They could have familiarity and context without having choi- choosing to buy in. They could wow. be part of it without actually choosing to come. And for us, this, this kind of third space over there means that we can bring young people into a spiritual space. They can become familiar with it, but not feel they've committed to attending That's the church. Amazing. So we could do retreats for more secular schools. We could run conferences over there. We, it, it's, this place is kind of like the convergence of five school walk homes. Mm. So from five local schools, they can travel that way. We are definitely strategically placed in the kingdom and actually physically as well for that. And I really get the sense that this is the year where some... I mean, listen, let's not um, beat any bones. What's that phrase? Can't remember it. But you know, God, the bush. Thank you. God has been moving already in our youth, doing some amazing things, but we're going to see a real acceleration in the next few years, and this space is really going to enable this. Now, Edward, it's not just to um, step. We've been looking at other partnerships and working with other partners. Maybe just touch on that briefly in the time that we have, and equally, just give us a flavour of some of the things we've already planned and are already happening. Yeah, sure. So STEP is a a great group that we can work with, but there's other great groups in the town, in the city, who are working with young people and wanting to connect with young people. One of those groups you might have come across before called the Project 267 or the 267 Project. They're a brilliant group of working with uh, different church groups, trying to connect young people together and help them in their walk with God. And so we're going to partner with them for an event. In fact, that's coming up on Friday. This Uh, Friday? Yeah, this This Friday. Friday. We've got a big event taking place in this building where we're expecting around 150 young people to be coming from 7 till 10 o'clock with all sorts of games and activities. We're going to turn this into a bit of a club room with a DJ. We're going to have a quiet sick form room because the older kids just like sitting off a little bit and doing stuff separate from some of the younger ones. Just trying to make it kind of appropriate for each different age group that could come along to that on the Friday evening coming up. So we've got a big event taking place. Uh, coming up then. Another thing that we've spoken and just kind of started to think about with 267 and with STEP is being able to have an after-school cafe taking place in the building here and just having, like we said, the convergence of different walks home from school for young people to be able to just drop in and have a third space, one that isn't a service, one that isn't something formally taking place that's uh, formally Christian, but one that's taking place in a building where they'll grow familiarity with the space, but also one where there will be opportunities for those conversations should young people want to go a little bit further in their exploration of who Jesus is. That is so good. I don't know about you guys, but who's excited? That's amazing. Yeah, we, we can applause. Why not? <laughs> An exciting decade ahead. Um, we have the youth in with us, don't we? We do, yes. Which is amazing. If you're a youth, I don't want to embarrass you, but would you mind standing up? Yeah, stand up if yeah, you're in go here on. if you're a young yeah, yeah, person. Just give them a hand. Go on. Now, up, up, up. I see come you, Joshua. On. <laughs> stand up, youth. Bless you. Keep standing. I think it would be amazing, don't you think, to pray for these guys? Yeah, we should So why pray. don't we invite Charlotte up? Charlotte, why don't you come and join us on the stage? Charlotte is Edward's wife. And we're going to pray for the youth. So if you're around a youth, why don't you stand up as well and just extend your hand to a youth? Why don't we all stand? We're going to pray. There we go. Wonderful. And uh, we're going to spend just a couple of moments as the band come up. 
And I'm going to hand over to Edward and Charlotte to lead us in that and to Chris to pray for these wonderful youth. Thank you, Lord. Wow, Father, we are amazed at what you're doing in our young people here at church. Lord, we're so blessed to be given the privilege and the responsibility of growing young disciples. Father, we don't want to take that lightly. And so, Father, with each of the young people who have stood at the moment, Lord, I pray that as a church family, we would recognize our responsibility and privilege to be growing young followers of you. Young people who know what it is to follow a good God, a God who cares for them, a God who's got a purpose for them, a God who's got a design for them. And so, Father, we just call down from heaven your blessing on these young people, that they would know just how precious they are through our words, through our actions, through creating a space for them in this building. Lord, bless them. Yeah, during worship, I had this really vivid image of um, just the ocean, really still, and it was really dark, and it was night. And then um, this amazing sunrise started to happen, and it was this amazing just ball of orange just coming over the horizon and just the sky started to fill with reds and oranges and yellows and pinks and it was it was just so beautiful and the water just was becoming lighter and brighter and it just really felt like there was a a new day dawning and yeah we just want to pray for the next generation to um, lift them up to you heavenly father just pray that um yeah, I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you come and rest upon the young people here today, Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the people who surround them. Yeah, Lord, and we just pray as, um, as we go into this amazing new adventure that, um, yeah, more people come to know you. Um, that young people can go deeper with you. And Heavenly Father, that lives are changed through encountering Jesus. Yeah, we pray this in your son's precious name. And I just pray um, for, for your anointing on them. Thank you that it is um, not about them doing things in their own strength but it's what you will do through them if they say yes. And so I pray for, for, for you to, to sense that anointing even now, to, to sense um, that you have purpose and direction. I pray that they, they, their, their heart would begin to dream more and more for you and your kingdom mm. and for their friends to know you. Mm. And I pray for those gifts to, to rise up, to, to, to come to the service, to be, to be like, like sort of warm feelings and itches that they want to scratch, they want to try out, they want to give a go. And uh, I pray that they would know that, that you love them deeply, profoundly, and that, that, that your trust of them and who they are isn't about their talents and abilities, but, but what you have put in their hearts. Mm. Father God, would, would they know you deeply? Mm. And would they overflow with your love to the people around them? Yeah. Amen.
Thank you, Lord. Yeah, we do commit these prayers into your hands and we thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in us and through us as a people. Lord, we just pray now that as we end our service in worship that you would come, Lord, we ask in your precious name. Amen. Let us worship together, church. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.